0: You are listening to The Photographic Podcast. Your hosts are Jay, Justin, Mike, and Valentin.
1: Uh,
0: Alright, so I had another question for y'all. It was in the similar vein of what we were talking about earlier, um, about why we think our, our work's important or why it isn't. Um, do you like your work, or are you making work for others to enjoy? Um, I feel at least for me personally, uh, I have a hard time separating the two. Like, I I like to think that the work that I make is what people enjoy or what get, what makes people like my page, my Instagram page. Um, but at the same time, I feel that like, when I do try to take a risk or, uh, expand my horizons, um, I end up, suffering in the algorithm because it's not the the same kind of uh content that i was making beforehand so like if i wanted to go do portraits since i'm mostly street photography and like uh cityscapes people tend to unfollow me when i when i make one of those so um
2: yeah that's a fun part of that um
0: i I would say yeah it's
2: kind of like a mixture because it, um on instagram you kind of have to cater to other people's egos a little bit if you actually care about having followers and stuff or at least maybe try to find a happy medium like maybe something but it doesn't even always turn out like that you know like sometimes the stuff you think is awesome other people are like eh, and the stuff you think is "eh," other people are like oh my god this is great and you're like that's eh, all right so Story of my life i think it's yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: I was really talking about this not too long ago. But, I mean, I guess it goes back to, you know, you should always be doing this for yourself. You should, it was like, you'll never, I guess, achieve happiness if you're trying to appease others. So um, as long as you feel good about your work, just put it out there and then there'll be someone, I mean, regardless of the algorithms and stuff like that, at some point at some time, if somebody really wants to find work that, that it looks like yours, they will find it. So people. who mm-hmm are there for a moment cool they got to see your work um they might even come back later
2: so or the robots
1: yeah it's the same same for me (laughs) right hi robots it's the same for me too i mean it because i mean i do want the photos that i take are meant to be a, a just me capturing a moment in which i felt whatever that i felt in that particular moment and so it's Kind of the kind of the same answers that I just do it for me, but I mean, unfortunately, that's part of part of being an artist is taking a few risks with kind of exposing yourself in some way, mm-hmm. and in in an artistic way, um, <laughs> not in the other way, Val. You you, you know, um, but it's it's kind of like music too. It's like so we would play music and we would write songs and we'd spend all this time writing songs and we would only put together the ones that felt good when we played them and it's the same with taking the photos like you don't post the ones that were trash you post the ones that feel good when you get through with the edit or or whatever you're doing to the photo yeah, but yeah. and and just like with the music when when you go and you play it on stage i was always the happiest when anybody even if it was just one person said hey man I love that one song where you did the thing Mm
2: -hmm. whatever whatever that
1: was that one time like that's all I care about if one person likes it then that makes me happy that means that in some on some level I connected with another person in that moment and I I think that's that's it for me just as long as it's one I think it's hard to pull ourselves away
3: uh, from that 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 natural human instinct of wanting to be acknowledged in some shape or fashion. So, I mean, it's, it's completely understandable. I mean, you, you want to know that, okay, I I'm being, you know, some form of validation for your hard work. I mean, you, you've put, you've put time into your craft. Is it really, is is the way that you perceive your work the same as others perceive it? It may not be to all, maybe people might understand it, but can I get at least one? I think there was like uh, something I saw somebody had said, uh, you know, just, you know, say something nice to somebody just randomly every day because, I mean, you don't know what they're going through. Not trying to change the the subject, but um, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you you just say, yeah, if you say something nice to to just one random person, they may have not, they may not heard a single positive thing that whole day, but Mm -hmm. you, but even if, even if they look at you a certain way, be that one positive thing to them. And that, that might change something for them that day. So I mean, things you know, I feel like it goes the same way for your work. So you 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 spend your time looking, you know, figuring out your. I mean, if you go by the rules of thirds and stuff like that, you know, adjusting your camera settings, stuff like that. Going going into editing the po- the picture into your into your into the way that you like it, and then posting it out there for people to see. And, and the whole mm-hmm. concept that we post is look at look at me, look at what I have done. And yeah. to hopefully get something out of it and no and mm-hmm. concept of, you know, the likes thing, you know, it, it, for some people, it, it hurts because it's, there's like a prior a number value that, okay, if it doesn't hit this much, then I must not be doing good. Oh, let me put out more, let me put out more. So yeah. if we're able to pull ourselves away from them then you know, that's, that's good, but at least getting those likes, you have that, you have that, nat- that natural feeling of, okay, I'm, 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 I'm on that right, that right track. Yeah, maybe I don't Mm. suck
0: because 30 people liked my photo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right Um, now. On that note, uh, we hear it it brought up all the time. Uh, I don't know if you all listen to other photography podcasts, but uh, photographers will every once once in a while bring it up. If social media was gone tomorrow, would you still do this? Or would you
1: find another hobby? I have eight hobbies. Uh, I would still do this. I, I do this because I enjoy doing it. Uh, the social media aspect of it kind of, it's almost like a game that you can play with it once you've completed the hobby part. Sure. So it's it's more of the the feedback presentation aspect of, of, of it, but it's not the why I do it. The why I do it, obviously, is because I enjoy the feeling and the emotion attached to the things that I do, the same reason I do any other thing that I would consider one of my hobbies. So yeah, no, I'd still do it.
2: Yeah, same. I mean, Instagram and Facebook, and all that's cool. But I mean, think about before when there wasn't any social media, what were people doing, going out and being, like, maybe even printing more at that point, people would print more because there wouldn't be any social media. So, so that's what's going on now is people don't even buy prints because they just why, want to post why it online. buy it when
0: I can just take a screenshot of it? right?
2: Yeah. And post it somewhere. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. even maybe if there wasn't social media, but we still had phones. Then they would just have it on their phone like hey look at this but if someone wants to keep something then maybe they can start selling art more often than going to art shows or going out and selling it on the streets or whatever, whatever the case may be are sharing it that way
0: sure that's part of the reason why i like to uh collect photo books is uh that was that was the instagram before there was an instagram was making a book um and publishing mm-hmm. it i mean I don't want to say that like those photographers took those photos specifically to do that. That was just a result of like, what do you do with several hundred thousand photos at the end of your lifetime? You go through them and print them, mm-hmm. get them away. Um, but yeah, that's, that's something that I, I also try to keep in the back of my mind when I'm like striving for likes is like maybe just because right now I don't have very many followers or I don't get good engagement on my social media. Doesn't mean that like later on somebody might find a hard drive with all my photos on it. And they're like, Holy shit. Why wasn't this guy famous or something like that? Like, I don't, I don't think that I, my photos are that good, but like, Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we all secretly hope for that. Like someday somebody will find our stuff and be like, Holy shit. Look at this. Maybe they won't. Mm-hmm. I'll
3: still so, do it. I don't, I mean, I like to know that somebody in Japan seen my work and they put a like on my Instagram. But at the end of the day, if it was probably just featured to just people in Texas, I don't think I would mind. I feel like with social media, it also gives this aspect where it puts you in, you know, puts you out out there in the world to be able to have the chance or opportunity to work with other individuals in collab. And, you know, with mm-hmm. that, I mean, I met y'all. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for that. I mean, I'll, that's something I wouldn't want to take away. So if there was some type of way that, you know, that could still happen without having a social media platform per se, then, you know, I'd be all for it. I mean, oh well, yeah, that's pretty much it, so.
1: Yeah, I do, I do like that, uh, that social media has kind of added that a potential, obviously the social part of it, but not just online, but given us the opportunity to kind of come off of line and meet in person and then actually do things together. Mm-hmm. I, I do like that aspect of it, but it doesn't change. It wouldn't change whether or not I do it, but I am appreciative of certain aspects of it, it existing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I would have
1: Moriyama been if he had
3: a social media platform where he could post his work and meet other photographers in his area. Probably some people that never even decided to, be to become a photographer, but because they were able to see his work from wherever they were, they were they could have potentially picked up a camera or potentially looked for where he was at. And then maybe they did like little photo groups and stuff like that. Right.
0: Yeah. Um. That's actually a, uh, a, uh, king japes on youtube does that a lot uh he's a film photographer based out of uh san diego <clears throat> uh back before covid he would have uh meetups and it would just be uh um everybody make 10 prints and go around and find somebody you want to you want to trade prints with and trade a print Huh. i thought that was like the the, the neatest thing i tried to do that in our uh, uh dfw photography squad thing but uh Nobody made any prints and nobody came.
3: If I had a printer, I'd, I'd be more than happy to do that. That'd be – I mean, probably not 10. I'd probably be like, hey, here's three prints. I signed them. Sure. Give me three of your prints that are big enough. I'd like to post them or do – I mean, probably well, that something was the thing.
0: Them. Well, like that. was like you have all the photos that you want to take. I mean, all the photos that you want to print. Take five of the best ones that you can think of that – are your favorites, and print them out and trade them with other people that did the exact same thing. Everybody could have 4 by 6s They don't have to be huge, gallery-sized prints. But, like, um, go yeah. to Walgreens and get some cheap prints and share them with people. Uh, <clears throat> or do a zine and have a collection of photographs and put it in something super fucking cheap. Like, Nah, if you ain't bringing
3: 12x18s, don't, don't come around this. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm,
1: looking, I'm trying, yeah.
0: trying to put stuff
1: on my wall. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, 8x10s are perfect for bookshelves. <laughs> huh.
2: I'm, I that. I'm giving out wallets. I'm only giving out wallets. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah, that
1: works.
2: Okay. you yeah, a picture of a cigarette butt or something?
1: Yeah. Uh oh, we lost Justin. Uh-oh. I lost the
2: leader. Oh, well. Man, that I'm EOS webcam utility.
1: It, it's, that's, <laughs> just, that's just telling you that something happened on the other end. Maybe his battery and we're died. Back. His battery yeah, died. And my battery died. Mm. Oh,
3: that was quick.
1: So nah, it's been four hours. I had it on for four hours? Damn. I changed mine uh, in between the video's just in case. Cheater.
0: Yeah, I thought about that and then I didn't.
1: Well, cuz we learned that <laughs> it was about 2 hours for the last one and I would rather charge my batteries than die again in the middle of a conversation.
2: Yeah, it's like Call of Duty of zoom.
1: Hey. Yeah,
0: mine was at like maybe 10%. So I figured I would change it while. Uh still yeah. good.
1: Cool. Well, that was good timing too, because we were kind of at the end of that conversation. So awesome. Yeah.
0: That was a good segue into the next topic. Um, Val, you had mentioned uh, client photo consistency. What did you mean by that?
3: I don't remember. At
0: okay. All. <laughs>
3: no, I just wait So uh, I think where I wanted to go with that, um, the type of work that you put out. I know this is something I've struggled with there. I don't have a particular edit that is set to my name. When you look at sweet shots, now there's a certain, there's a certain look that, that is him. I mean, he, he'll, he'll, he'll uh, use different types of edits. You know, he has thousands of presets mm-hmm. he's created, but they all have that look. That is him. And, I've, I've struggled to find that for me. I mean, there's been times where certain presets that I've made, I see that, okay, you know, this is something I like. But because of my personality, I don't like being set to one thing. It's, it's the same thing for my candid photography. And what pushed me out of it, uh, my girlfriend, you know, she was like, oh, you need to perfect into just one thing, which I completely agree with her. However, I don't want to be labeled as just one thing. I want to say you, you just, if you're going to label me, then just label me as photographer, but what he can do, he can do everything. Now yeah, that's, yeah. that's just kind of how I've always wanted to carry myself. I never wanted to be, Oh, he's just candid photographer. Oh, he just does social events or stuff like that. So um, I always wonder, you know, what's your thoughts about that? Is like, where, like, where do you, where do you feel when it comes to, have y'all found that, that, I guess your brand when it comes to your photography where you say, okay, I put out work, and everybody knows that this is Mike's work. This is Jalissa's work. This is Justin's work. And you can see that. You can probably walk into our gallery uh, a couple of years from now and be like, "Oh, that's some work from Jalissa." So I know that I can I can spot that a mile away, without having to just see to see her um, watermark or something like that on there.
2: Hmm. I think that's a um, that's a story of my life too because. I don't, um, I wish I had like a certain niche or whatever. I think um, I'm not a very conservative person anyway. So you have your conservative photographers. It's like all I do is portraits or all I do is landscapes. That's all I do. But like, I like landscapes and some days I like streets. Some days uh, I like portraiture. Some days I like different types of portraiture. It's not always have to be like the beauty model type of stuff. It can be other things like, I mean, product photography or, all that stuff. It's just different stuff. I mean, and that's another reason why I don't really have a certain editing style. I think Mike said one time, maybe my street photos, maybe, uh, because Mike said, oh, I could tell by the way you edit. I'm like, really? Because I really don't have a certain style, at least across the board.
1: Well, for you specifically, Jaleesa, it's not just the street photos. Like there's a certain tone that all of your photos have to them. Mm. Like even like from the stuff from Oklahoma uh your street photography uh a lot of your portrait work there's a certain a certain tone that they have even the black and white stuff whenever you do your edits on it i can tell it was you that did the edit on it well, I, I can't always yeah, like pinpoint exactly what it is all the time but there's always there's this one thing like there's certain types of contrast that you have a certain type of clarity that you use and especially like when you're doing anything with color there's always like this warmth to all of your photos that kind of come across and that's what i always see with yours and i could tell from all of us in this little zoom call here i could tell yours probably from the rest of them more distinctly and i think i think justin has his own kind of thing too from from my perspective Mm -hmm. because his is a little bit he probably doesn't
2: know that either (laughs) right
1: right and and even val i can i can tell all of you guys different from one or the other you could probably post them all up on here and made me pick and i could probably tell you who we could
2: yeah i think we could be i think we could tell i think i'm gonna do that on the next one (laughs) that's a good idea yeah but yeah i do i know that i know i really like editing more on the warm bright side kind of sort of But yeah, it's kind of hard anyway. Like if you did landscape street portrait, you can't really have like the same editing style throughout all that because it's like different types of stuff. Like you can't take, I mean, I guess you could, but in reality, you couldn't really take a street photo. You edit it and say, I'm gonna edit this beauty shot like that because it's probably not gonna work out too well.
1: There's always gonna be a little bit of it in it. i found that uh, even with me, Uh, the thing that I like the most is removing some clarity and then adding some texture to kind of create the separation and things because it kind Mm -hmm. of makes it have a softer feel to it while still having some amount of definition. And everything that I do when I edit it always has some amount of that in it. Mm -hmm. And whenever I try to go away from that and try something new, it just bothers me. And I just trash it and start over as you, no, from that photo, that I was...
2: <laughs> never satisfied. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's just like you—you you try to venture away from that because, like Val was saying, like you don't want to be like a one-trick pony and only do this one thing. But sometimes there is just that one thing that you do that just makes you feel better when you see it, and so you tend to kind of always lean towards that, and you use that as the foundation on which you do all of the rest of the edit. At least that's how I mm. do. That's
2: true. That is true. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I like a lot of contrast in my photos, so uh, I kind of tend to edit that way. I like to see a nice, uh, um, I don't want to say it's like punchy. I guess it's punchy because it's got a lot of contrast, but like I wanted something nice and moody and like
2: mm-hmm.
0: you look at it and you're like, oh, I could put that on my wall kind of thing. I, uh, I jokingly put it on all my dating profiles that I make cat bathroom art. Um to be honest, though, like the, that is kind of how I feel about my photography is like, would I put that up in like a in a hotel or in a bathroom or something like I just want to put my stuff on people's walls. Um, right now, I just happen to be decorating my own Instagram wall. Right.
2: Hmm. Yeah, for sure. I had a quick uh, just off of that, I had a quick uh, question, I guess. Do you think uh, uh, Instagram is considered like a portfolio, I guess, in a way, or do you feel like having a website versus yes. Instagram? Uh,
1: I feel like it's leaning
0: <laughs> that way. That like, um, it's more not only is it like how many the the type of photography that you do and the quality of photos that you do, but also like how many followers do you have? What's your engagement mm-hmm. like? Like I know that Instagram took away the ability for people to see how many photos, I mean, not how many photos, but like how many likes each photo gets, but people can see like whether you've got 10,000 followers or whether you've got 200, whether you've got any comments on a photo or something like that. Like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't see people's, you have to, if you click
2: on, I think other, you can scroll, but you don't know the exact number, how many likes someone actually got.
3: Like yeah, they on, took that away a few option. months ago. So if I go to one of my pictures now, like I don't know you'll, if I get likes well, on your it. Your
0: pictures. That's you'll your be able pictures, to see it other people's pictures. If you hit the insights. But if you don't use insights or a business page, you probably won't see the amount of likes on your stuff unless you specifically click on other and you'll see how many people. But if you go to like my profile or Jalissa's and you look at a post, any given post, mm-hmm. it won't tell you how many people are on there. And just on say, the business page? Yeah, go to anybody's page.
3: Hmm. I'm not gonna
0: hold it yeah. off. One. I'm
3: just gonna like look at yeah.
0: the the Uh. But yeah, like uh, I, I just wonder if those things aren't a contributing factor in what people would consider a successful portfolio now. Like, sure, you could have a Squarespace mm-hmm. or uh, a Wix profile or whatever kind of like personal website, but. Um, depending on what type of client you're looking for or going for, they're going to look at those other things too. Like the, mm-hmm. the clout that they're going to get from having you as a photographer.
2: Yeah. I think yeah. it's more of like the older, the older crowd might be the ones that are more a little traditional. and They're like, what's your, uh, what's your website? website or your number, your number, like my number. Why do you need my number? Yeah. Why do you need my cell phone? You don't need to
0: text me email. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah i think I, mean, I think that it's a good uh it's almost like the like your elevator pitch version of of your job it's you know yeah, what can I, what can i tell you in one minute what my capabilities are here's my instagram that's about as quick as i can tell you what i can do now yeah. if you want to get into yeah. the weeds with it then obviously go to my website you can kind of do that and we have further conversations for other stuff but I, th- I think it's, uh, it should be considered at least part of your resume.
2: Yeah. And now yeah. I think, well, I don't know about the, I think on the creator page you can, cause do y'all have just regular Instagrams or like creator or business? I, use I, have, business.
1: I have two. Mm-hmm.
2: Cause I have my regular Instagram that I don't even get on anymore. And then I have my night one that I just made and then my regular one, but those are both creator accounts because I think before you could just have a regular account or a business account, but now you can actually have a creator account.
0: So, Is there a big have... difference between business and creator?
2: I think so. Because um, with business, I think you can actually have like that option. Like whenever you do stories, you know, how people have like swipe up and stuff like that. I don't think I have that option. There's like seven oh, things, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Features. Yeah, there's certain features. So, but yeah, with creator, you get a little bit more to it. And I was saying because with websites, like normally people use websites so that people can contact them or book them or see their stuff. On an Instagram, you can do that. Even now, they have where you can put like, I think you can put buttons in there now or something like that. Like, I don't know if that's business, but you know how you go to some people's page and they have like a little button or something that says uh, like email or website or. You can put it right there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's the same thing. So I mean, that's almost like a website.
1: Yeah,
3: um, so on has that has everything
2: like a portfolio.
3: What do y'all think about jobs that, like, some? I've seen some photography gigs where they require you to have maybe the latest brand camera, or, or you know, like you was talking about, you know, they want to, you know, be able to see your page and you know, see, you know, what your what your influence like looks like on the, on the web. What's your, what's your thoughts about you know? that type of searching. I mean, I feel like that that kills part of the market where okay, a person buys this so a person with so said great camera is expected to take great pictures. But then I look at it, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can knock out a better picture than somebody with the latest brand, whatever. But now I'm out of the, I'm out of the league because of just whatever your criteria is. And granted it's your criteria, which is fine but I feel like you're not really getting the best the best quality work out there.
0: Uh, I think that that's kind of horseshit. Uh, yeah. Some of the greatest photographers <laughs> and work yeah. in the history of photography were done with less technology than in this mouse. Like mm-hmm. Literally some of the most famous pictures in the world were taken on a fully mechanical camera. There's no light meter. There's no nothing. There's just film in it. Like to say that uh, a certain camera gives you a certain quality of work, um, bullshit. It's really it's down to the artist behind the 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 tool. Right. Everything else is secondary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The photographer I think it's about using. Yeah. Yeah, the gear does not make the photographer.
2: Mm-hmm. Just use your whatever tools you have to the best of your ability. There's going to be a tool that might make it easier. But if you have like an eighteen to fifty-five, then and you're trying to shoot in low light or something, go get a tripod. Do what you need to do, whatever to get whatever type of picture you want or or zoom yeah, in. Yeah, the, for some the only stuff.
1: deal, the only deal with better and more expensive gear is if the photographer has met a limitation with the gear that they have, and then they need something that can handle whatever their mm-hmm. new set of expectations and abilities are. But it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they need it to make fantastic work. That's just ridiculous.
3: What's the limitation then? Or what do you consider limitation?
1: So, like, say I have a, a crop sensor camera that you're looking at here, and I like shooting at night more. So I find that a, a full-frame sensor uh, receives light a little bit better, cleaner with less noise at lower ISOs. So there's that. And a full-frame camera is way more expensive than a crop sensor.
2: Yeah, that's where I'm at yeah. right now. If Sometimes. I would have known that I like shooting at night, I would have probably bought one. But, And that goes back to not really knowing exactly what you want to shoot when you first start out because you're shooting every damn thing. And I mean, this camera is great. Like, I'm glad I bought it. I did a lot of research and was like, I want a camera that I don't have to upgrade. Like, I didn't want to buy anything too old or anything like that, but it's, I like to shoot at night. So, I mean, it would help to have a full frame camera.
1: Yeah, that's just an example. I'm sure there are others, but that was one limitation that I met whenever i was starting to shoot i was shot more and more at night and i just wanted to fight less and less with noise Mm
2: -hmm. i felt that
1: way until i
0: started shooting film and i was like you know what sometimes grain's okay uh it just depends on the the photo that you take and how you do it because like yeah
1: i'm I'm down with grain there's yeah like you said there's there's a time for it mm
0: -hmm. but
1: uh you know you spend a lot of time trying to remove certain types of artifacts out of the image because of that iso
0: i was about to say the digital noise versus film grain are completely different like yeah. they look yeah. different and behave differently in uh in lightroom yeah
2: yeah and i think with film you can bring highlights back more than you could shadows right and it's the other way around for digital like digital
0: uh, if you there's exposure latitudes for each film stock so they're all kind of different but like uh um there's a youtuber uh Kyle McDougal that does uh, uh exposure latitude tests on various film stocks and there's some that you can expose up to like 10 stops over and still get a decent image out of i can't do that mm-hmm. with with digital photos i mean there's yeah. some digital some cameras That get a a really crazy uh, dynamic range but like film as far as that goes at least in my mind it still reigns supreme however that's also dependent on the type of like scanner that you use so uh, yeah Mm -hmm. if you take it to a lab you can get a better quality scan than scanning it at home on your cell phone or using a a flatbed scanner Uh, some Mm -hmm. people even scan it with digital cameras so like Take my EOS R and uh, a nice lens, stick it straight upside down, and take photos of film with a backlit, and I can scan photos that way. But it all really just depends on my workflow.
3: There you go. Who else we got?
0: Um, I can think of more questions. We just got uh, three minutes left.
2: Okay. Um, I had that question, um, how did, uh, I guess, COVID affect everybody as far as your creativity or what did you sure. do during that time? Since we, we weren't really out and about like we normally were all the time and we kind of ended up being stuck at home and street photography was there, but at the same time, there was nobody outside to shoot, so. <laughs> yeah, shooting empty streets. Take,
3: <laughs> yeah, you can only take so many pictures of an empty street or building or empty clothes store. Architecture, photography. Mhm. Architects was like I mean, this is our time
0: <laughs> Hey uh, I, mean, I absolutely Love those empty streets there's so much that you There's so much story you could tell Behind that like uh, I only wish I could have gone to uh, um, New York City at the height of the lockdowns When New York itself was completely Shut down and there was nobody on the streets Like that's some historic Shit that uh, I yeah. hope got documented I don't think it did because they were on lockdown But I, I hope somebody was brave enough to go out there and i well, not brave if there's nobody out there but like Praise i hope somebody know. went out there and took those <laughs> photos uh because that's something that we probably won't ever see again in our lifetimes mm-hmm. i hope not
3: yeah uh, <laughs> I hope did you
0: can't hear, hear about uh, to, uh 2.0 coming out oh yeah mm. there's COVID always. 21.
2: Oh man, it's crazy. I mean, the good thing about it was that, like, if you wanted to go out and because there's times where you wish there weren't a lot of people around or like cars every damn where and you want to like get out in the middle of the street and take a photo or something. But
0: those yeah. classic Peter McKinnon shots with the road going straight through the with middle, the road going down. I've
2: never yeah. actually gotten those, have before. those lines. Oh, yeah,
0: I've gotten a couple of those <laughs> when I rented uh my first uh 24 to 70, 2.8
2: Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, speaking, I'm know. tired of I don't want to talk about 24 to
1: 72.8. <laughs> when Why do you not, get it like, right Everybody needs one. Yeah.
0: Uh, really?
2: I don't know when the hell I'm going to get it back. They said they had to send it to Sony to get repaired, which is hilarious.
0: Did they so send it to Garland Camera?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I, We hope not because if we call them, we're going to cuss out. <laughs>